0: My name is Andy Mitten, and if I'm speaking a little bit lower than I normally would it's because I'm on an intercity train between Antwerp and Bruges in Belgium. Uh, The train is currently stopped in Genk station and I'm sat next to a club Bruges fan, uh, Peter, who came to sit down next to me and saw that I was writing about football and we started talking about uh, football. And like me, he's also travelling to Bruges to watch the game. And he also went to Manchester to watch the first leg. Um, Peter, thanks for joining us and speaking to Manchester United supporters on behalf of this podcast. How are you feeling about the game tonight? Do you think that Club Bruges can win and go through? Because I, I spoke to one of your players, Oscar Duarte, and he says he thinks it's possible. But your manager has been saying in the media that it's almost
1: impossible. What are Bruges fans saying about the game today? In my opinion, in football, everything is possible. Yeah. When you have that little chance and you can make the 1 0, everything is possible. Never been beaten when you're unbeaten. That's my opinion. So I think we have a, we have a chance, even in Vietnam. Even if it's a small chance, we have a chance. I I believe and always will believe in my team.
0: Why do you follow Club Bruges? Is it right that you're from Antwerp? Antwerp has has two teams, including Royal Antwerp, the great old, one of the oldest clubs in, in Europe, but they're a team who've fallen on hard times. and The only reason I know so much about. Royal Antwerp is because Manchester United had an affiliation with them for many years where young players would go and live in Antwerp and um, they would gain experience playing, usually in the Belgian second division. You'd have lads going from England but you'd also have um, African players, for example, because Belgium has um, more lax immigration laws than some other European countries. Why does somebody from Antwerp
1: like yourself support Club Bruges? You know, First of all, I'm from sixty nine. Yeah. It's a difficult year. And then you've got seventy six. So 76. legendary play against Liverpool. When a small team like Bruges astonished all, almost all the world and almost beaten my second favourite team, Liverpool. L- l- woah woah let's
0: just stop there your
1: second favorite team is liverpool why because when you've got this affection with that game when 25000 people come over the channel
2: oh
1: it did- takes me, I, I, it's, it isn't the Englishman but it takes me chicken bubbles. Yeah, I can see now that the
0: hairs are standing up on your arms, but also on your arm you've got a big Club Bruges tattoo. Is that the, that's the club badge. So as a young man, you saw a Belgian team, the only ever Belgian team, reach two consecutive European finals. First of all, the UEFA Cup, where they played Liverpool over two legs, drew one of them and lost away and then a year later in the European Cup final. So think of Club Bruges now, being in the European Cup final, the Champions League final, call it what you want, it just would not happen. So you as a young man in Belgium were thinking, wow, this is incredible. And Ernst Happel was the manager, is that right?
1: The the Austrian. Yeah, yeah, it was Ernst Happel. And the... He- the spirit about the team, the, the, the entourage, as I say in French, was so bitch, which I called and 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 indescribable, an, an, yeah. and that feeling gave me. i a Bruges boy. Bruges, Bruges, call it. So you, when, how? I can't. Were we? I, I can't imagine that I can support another team of my team, even when they go to third, second, even fifth division. It's my team, it's on my arm, it's in my soul, it's in my heart.
0: How many games do you get to in a typical season? Because you're in Manchester and I think 3,700 fans officially had tickets in Manchester. So, how was Manchester for you, travelling as a Club Bruges fan?
1: It was a bit great. We had a great time, we had no expectations. We made the first goal. In the city, people are quite nice, just one thing, at the stadium. And I can understand security, very high, high level, Bruges coming. It was a minor point, but it, for me it was a, a fucking great time because it was my first time away with my son, which is now 15. He's coming after, and your son's
0: a Bruce supporter as well.
1: Uh, he has to be.
0: <laughs> he has to be. And is he part of any of the fan groups? Because I know there are several. Yeah,
1: he's uh, NF uh, 13. What does that mean? Yeah, North fanatics, a small group of, well, you know, it, 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 it's a small, a small bunch of guys who want to make atmosphere, who want to make uh, flags, and, and, and
0: let them do something. How did you get to Manchester
1: from Belgium? Uh, by bus, by boat, by bus, up and on, and it was a long trip, but it was uh yeah it was worth no
0: so club bruges finished second in the belgium league last year you're one of the biggest one of the best clubs in in belgium what are average crowds for home games how many people will go to games and tell me a bit about the fan culture for away games how many club bruges fans would go to watch a game in liege against standard or in brussels against anderlecht for example
1: first of all i've got to say you uh, in England, they don't. If you say a bad word, you say toot. So you, I think you told something toot. You okay. know, the team from Brussels, we call toot. Oh, okay. Okay, but if, uh, no problem though. No. If they give us t- 2,000 tickets, 3,000 tickets, no mind at all, because that's why we are bros. If you go to Stanford, and we, we've got only 1,000 tickets, 1,000 tickets are sold. Give us 2,000, they are sold. Home, We got 25, and they are sold. I've got a small problem. I have to work on Saturday, and in Belgium, uh, lots of games are being Saturday, so away games. Sorry, it's, uh, it's a small pro- problem for me. But now my son is 15, so
0: we're still on the train. We're not far from Bruges now. What What's this part of the country like where we are now? Because Belgium's divided on geographic grounds, but also on linguistic grounds as well.
1: Yeah. When I come here and I see the cows on the right sides, as the cows on the left sides, I've got inner. You said that in English. Rest, rest. Yeah. When, you, when your heart is at peace. Yeah. Unlike my heart is at peace. Even it's for two hours because in, in two hours my heart is bouncing again for for my teammate. Now I'm I'm, I'm, I'm still. And uh, let me enjoy my beer.
0: Until when I mentioned the word Andelect, which you referred to as "turd," which I can understand because well, maybe Manchester United fans would have a similar reaction if. Yeah, the but word Liverpool or Manchester City was mentioned. Club Rouge fans—they don't always have a great reputation. Is there a hooligan problem, or is I exaggerated?
1: No, there is. There is no problem, and I want to make it in big, in, in, in big letters in, in, in your newspaper, in your report, in, in whatever. one. Club Rouge fans are not hooligans. I, I, Club Rouge fans are. Fans, fans with a
0: big F. I can, I believe that. However, in a podcast last week, um, a a small group of Club Rouge fans did cause a problem close to to Old Trafford. Is it just a minority of people? Like you might get, you know, we're about to come into a city now where there's gonna be a few thousand Man United fans. I don't think that every single one of them is gonna be behaving perfectly. Is, Is that just come with the law of averages?
1: Last week in Manchester, I knew the clue. I knew the clue. Is it for me to tell the clue? Small minority. Sorry. All respect for the British. All respect because I love to go to London. Sorry guys, London. But no way. security behaved us. We were beasts. No, we were not the beasts. But there was a small, uh, it was a small incident, and not the police uh, made a mistake. Neither the Bruges fans made a mistake. There was a mistake in the organization. How we gonna split menu fans against?
3: Kay.
1: The Bruges fans. Because so. menu fans were saying blah 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 blah, Bruges fans were saying blah blah blah. Police was coming down, been there, done that. And then you've got two or three small heads, I, I call it small heads. Police,
0: yeah. We're on the train now, um, someone's playing music. We've got Debbie Harry, we've had Barry White on. Um, going through the, the fields of northern Belgium, towards the coast at Ostend, and it's, it's not a beautiful sunny day, but it's, it's a bright August day, and playing Champions League football in August is somewhat of a new thing for Manchester United fans, but everyone has been buzzing for this, and part of the reason is Belgium's not so hard to get to from Manchester, it was a chance that we could have been going to, to Moscow. and. Manchester United don't have a rich history of of Belgian players but the club do have one at the moment, Marouane Fellaini. Um, How is he perceived in in Belgium? I know he wasn't a Club Rouge player but he's been very successful as have the Belgian national team with wonderful players like Eden Hazard, probably the best player in England at the moment and also another Manchester United youngster is Adnan Janazai who although he's from Kosovo and Albanian parents he considers himself to be Belgian
1: not speaking of jean Jay because he's not Belgium. Why? He's not Belgium. I... He grew up in... So, so suddenly he was there in Manchester, nobody knew him. We only speak about... Uh, I only speak about Belgians. The money in England is big. The teams are big. Just a question. You want to play for Bruges or for Manchester?
0: But if your best player, say, Oscar Duarte, who I spoke to, say, he told me that um, he's very happy in Bruges, but if a huge English or Spanish club comes in for him, then he's going to go, isn't he?
1: Yeah, for sure, because that guy is going to make money,
4: so much money.
1: We know in Bruges we have a tradition that we can buy, yeah, let's call it small players, with a, a big future, some players stay, some players they're going to leave, if you see Carlos Baca, year and a half I said "What is gonna do in Belgium he can shoot the ball Oh, he's fucking playing Sevilla yeah? he's, he's, he's away
0: Carlos Backer's has just been sold for 30 million euros to my yeah. and he was very successful so, for, for, for Sevilla but when that happens, are you proud of them moving on or do you resent them moving on somebody like Baker? No.
1: always proud of my team for the first thing I'm proud of it's my capsule, and that's Timmy Simmons. Timmy's thirty-eight now. Yeah, he all forty-eight. Tramford. No, no, he's thirty-eight. 38. not oh, yeah, 38. thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah. 30. But uh, think, you know, I've got here a small SMS in my phone. I've got a real big picture when he's quitting. Yeah. So no, be, 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 be. he's
0: the hero, is it? He? He's the ma- the main. Man. For for me, he's
1: you yeah. hero. for above For the young guys, maybe not, but for me, he's the hero. He's he's, he's, he's in the row, you know. The row, Lambert, Keulemans, Simons, Van der Heijken. Yeah, these are the Bruges guys. You've got those guys in Manchester as well, you know. In my heart, there's only one Manchester guy, two Manchester guys. Yeah. That's Giggs and King. Yeah. I go a long way back, my friend. I go a long way back. Yeah.
0: What did you like about? Giggs and Keane, apart from them being both brilliant footballers?
1: Uh, the character of Keane? Yeah. Always for the team. Nothing for himself. Yeah. Always for the team. He was rough, made a rough mistake. But Giggs thats a wonderful player, which is hard. When you see this guy now at the bench, yeah. Um, he didn't measure up one one fifty pounds two pounds one kilo no 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 that's that's a that's sport man and felleni he is
0: not a bruges man do you have an opinion of him first of all yeah i've got an
1: opinion Go get on. a hairdresser <laughs> no no because he's a great player. because but he was a, too much is elbows. Uh, elbow, Manchester, yeah, fuck, 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 fuck. No, but it's... And when it comes to the Belgian national team, I think is important. But I'm not a Belgian team supporter. I'm a blue supporter. I'm a Belgian team supporter. Not a Belgian team
2: supporter.
1: I watch a Belgian team, I will support them. On my telly, I'm not a bunch team supporter.
0: You'll find a lot of Manchester United play, fans say exactly the same thing, though. they support Man United, they don't follow England, they don't follow the country where they're from particularly strongly, but the, the, the people here tonight in Bruges will go to all the Man United um, matches. Well, uh, thank you for your time. Um, I'd like to say that I hope you enjoy both ties. I don't want your team to go through, and I'm sure you don't want my team to go through, but... Um, so far, so good and I hope that we, have a, we, we both have a good day and that the atmosphere is incredible in the stadium. I'm told it will be.
1: Thank you for this talk, it was very nice to meet you.
0: Just walking into the centre of Brugge, met a, a group of young gentlemen from Dublin's Fair City and Peterborough. And conversation very quickly turns to which players Manchester United are signing. I'm going to ask them quickly. Who would you like United to sign? Thomas Muller, break the bank. Why, Why Muller? Best in the world, simple. Best striker in the world. Why do United need a forward, if that's not a ridiculously obvious question? Rooney's a number
5: 10, not a forward, simple as that. Hernandez won't get you the goals, great player, but won't get you the goals consistently.
0: What have you made United start to the season?
5: Okay, good defensively, that's the good thing about it.
0: Who would you like to see Manchester United sign? I'm watching. you don't get run over by a massive construction truck? I've got to tell you, I like to see Hurley Kane, and it's nothing to do with all oh, the props that people
5: said about him. I just like his build-up play. I think he's better than Sheringham. I think he drops deep. I think the way Manchester United play at the moment, I don't think Rooney, I don't think Muller, I don't think
1: Hinsman, I don't think anything else in Manchester United. So our build-up is way too slow.
0: Where have you got to Bruges? have I got to Bruges? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in in an, an aeroplane? Yeah, in an aeroplane,
5: on a boat, on a car. No, it, uh, we got here. It took, it took a long time to get here,
0: Dave Mooney's my travel agent, so you want to speak to him. <laughs> and you've, flown, you've based, flown from Dublin to Brussels? Um, and yeah. How long are you here for? Yeah, we're going back tomorrow night. I've just walked into the town, I'm going to go and meet some mates, have I missed anything?
1: Uh, no, no,
0: but you've missed a few drinks if you want some. I'll have a drink after the game, but as, no, I, no, as no, I am... If the, you really want a drink, you're going to stay here As with I am us a now. consummate professional, I'm not allowed to drink <laughs> alcohol before football Speaking matches. Me, something that I've been getting slated for <laughs> for about 25 years. Who would you like to yeah. United to sign? If you had um, a choice of any player and any position. That'll take a while, and you know I'll have to uh Come on, Dave. you just take your time, crack open another of beer. There, you know, I you've would, got, you, uh, you've only got five days way. left of the transfer window. Okay,
1: uh, <laughs> the striker off um Borussia Dortmund, the, the, um, I can't remember. Leninowski. No, not him. He's off Bayern Munich. This is a bit one now. I can't remember. I can't pronounce his name actually. Pierre, Pierre. Yeah,
5: it's old, back, It's old, back.
1: Yeah, that chap there. I think he has a bit of space or a bit of pace. I actually think he'll see what's down to the ground. He'll just forced on a little through balls. That's my
0: own opinion. Is the striker United's priority? Should it be United's priority? United's you know, priority.
1: At the moment, yeah, the defence is doing okay. But that's not to say that that will keep going on through the season. But I think, yeah striker is the priority, yeah. There's no whips or butts about it. Somebody that can put the ball in the back of the net. then again, they have to, you'll obviously have to get people that'll play the ball to them and give them chances. And,
6: so we'll never know. You're thinking now you'd need a centre-half?
7: Daily Blind is not. Daley Blind is doing alright. right. As we've seen what we haven't conceded to him three games into the game or into the season. But I mean, Blind is a centre-half. Well, he comes up against Aguero, the best. I'm not being funny against Costa and 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 Pedro and things like that. I don't think so he's.
0: So you by two players or one? Where's the players? Two? Right. A see, that was the difference off.
7: between Fergie and Van Gaal. Fergie knew after City bit us on goal difference. He had to address the situation. He turned around. And he says, "We won't get beaten by goal difference." He got Van Persie. Van Gaal had the whole summer to address this season, address this situation. He knew we need an experienced centre half and he need someone. To, to put the ball in the back of the net, Or play Rooney as a said We know Rooney. He's Rooney's 30 years of age. He's played every position apart from goal. But is he getting the service? Well, as I said, there's three games gone in. Like we look Saturday, we look Saturday. We're, we we should have been what two, three up no, after 25 minutes. Game should have been out of sight. No, we didn't. We didn't take him opportunities. But Rooney's. Rooney's uh, spitting out his dummy a bit, he's arguing with referees and he's not concentrating on his own game. And because he's English, everyone's getting on his back. But we know uh, the way Rooney's form is. He could go six, seven games without scoring, then he could score on a bundle. That's the way he's been always with United. He's the third highest goal scorer for Manchester United. You don't get that from nothing. And I just think we do need, I think, a centre, an out-out goal scorer. And a service, service will come. Memphis will come. He's only a kid. I mean, Ronaldo came at the same stature, and we gave him time, and I think, and uh, maybe on the, on, on the right side, Marta, Now that's, that's, uh, not going that's a bit of a joke, isn't it? Thanks for your time. No problem, man. Oh, one second. I'm
0: outside a nice bar in uh, the centre of Bruges, there's United fans around, and speaking to various people. Um, familiar faces. I've seen it many, many times. And there's a lovely couple here. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. But... Hi, John Houston, Livingbury, born in Manchester.
3: The first recollection. Of what, y- what year were you born in Manchester, John? 40, 1946. I. About the first United game. I saw the John Aston testimonial. That's the dad. Uh, about 1954. But the first competitive game, remember. Was 1956 when we won the league and beat Blackpool.
4: That's
3: a long time ago.
0: How long have you been going to European away games?
3: European away, my first European. I went to watch Everton and Tottenham away in the 1960s. But seriously, since about 93, when they played Kispes Honvéd, I think you remember when that was, yeah, but yeah. my memory's going a bit yeah. nowadays.
6: Nineteen,
3: I think Nineteen. it was 93.
0: Nin- oh, Holmberg was 93, was it was, yeah. And I think since
3: then, I went full-time, but I reckon I've missed home and away about 20 games. That's home and away. And i mainly missed those... Because I had strokes in that 2006 and 2007.
0: What's been your highlight?
3: Highlight? Um, Juventus away 1998,
0: I think. 99. April 99. April 99. What, the best game ever. Yeah, most exciting game. What ever. was the best game ever? It's official. I've made it official. It was Which one? Best, that Juventus game. That one. That, yes.
3: that was with some friends. We all used to go then everywhere. And my, that was what that semi-final was my best ever game, best ever goal, the Giggs goal in the semi-final um,
0: against Arsenal. Yeah, that was superb. Yeah. So your two highlights as a United fan both came in the same month, yeah. April 1999. That right. Juventus game, I've said it on here before, it's the best I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. T- t- two two nil down against yeah. the best team in Europe. Bang Super. bang bang. Getting, smiling, oh. thinking about it.
4: Uh, I lived in Salford back in the 1950s, and I was aware of the Munich air disaster, and Eddie Coleman's cousin was in the same sort of group as I was, so that was my first awareness. And then I moved away from Manchester, I was born in Manchester as well, but in 47. Um, And then when I met John, I was 17. And I recognized very, very quickly that one of his religions was united. So we, I started going with him and with some friends. Um, and the, we, we was, the friend used, to, we didn't have a car in those days. The friend had a mini and there used to be three men and me, three lads and me going all over the place Uh, one of the worst things I ever did, which Wembley was it John and I was sick and everybody was crammed in like sardines and I've never known anything clear as fast which game was that
3: I think uh, Uh, about 19 sorry, skates
4: anyway um, and i have been going On and off ever since. I had a little break when um, my son was going and he sat in my seat but I mean you say highlights, one of the highlights for me is I still sit in the seats, we both still sit in the same seats that we went in the year before Tommy Doherty took us down. And one of the people who sits in front of us was a little tiny boy then, and he sat there as a man now, mm. an older man, which I think is lovely. I love that scene because I had the same in in K stand. I watched this this man
0: bring his daughter from the age of five, and she's now a mother. <laughs> you just see it over. The well, years.
4: I waddled in before I, I went in before it was pregnant and waddled in when I was pregnant and then um, John's father used to come with us and we had three seats together and then when he couldn't come Patrick had his seat so the three of us were able to sit together that was
0: great Patrick is here the, the son what is it like you, I've seen you Pat around the world watching united and not many people have parents who go to every single game. A lot of people who call themselves United fans and they are United fans but not not many are privileged enough to go to as many games. When were you first aware your parents were going every single game and when did you start going? How old were you?
5: Uh, six. He was us then, 1980. I used to go in the men, so, obviously now they're going again.
6: So,
0: you've seen United in how many countries? Can't remember loads, loads and loads why do you go to Belgium to watch a football game when you've not even got a ticket for it and why have you not got a ticket well the reason I haven't got a ticket is I've seen a can kind of
5: people walking through here today that shouldn't have tickets and I don't want to take one off them but that's another story anyway the reason I've come is because United are playing back in the Champions League and uh, well hopefully
0: and you've got to come United are in Europe and sat outside a bar, there's loads of people, you know almost everybody, it's, it's, yeah. it's a community isn't it?
5: Yeah, of course it is, it's not just, not just the game, you want the game to win, but it's a community, it's a family isn't it? Man United is one big happy family.
0: And most of the people are from everywhere, but an awful lot of people from Manchester. What? An awful lot of people from Manchester. Yeah, there is. But there's people from
5: everywhere as well. Yeah, 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 there is, there is. We well, United, it's across the board. I don't think, to me, I don't care where you come from as long as you go. Or obviously, people don't go as much now. It's money and everything. People have families and that. But when they were kids, it's if you go, what matters. It's not where you're from. What have you made of United so far this season, Pat? Uh, not a lot, to be honest with you. Why? Negative. I think Schneiderlin's got um, great potential for going forward, but it looks like he's on an elastic band and he's shackled with the manager not letting him move. You
0: don't sound convinced by the manager?
5: Unconvinced so far. He's
0: got to the end of this
5: season, decisions made. For me, anyway.
0: What about United in Europe? Well, by the time this comes out, it could be out of Europe. Well, <laughs> oh, it could be, yeah. It
5: could be. Um, well, could be all right in Europe, because they play... Boring tactics like he does basically. So we might be alright in Europe but as for the league goals.
2: Uh, just tell just
5: tell us how, how just tell us how you got here. Uh, flew to Shawar this morning, come up from Shawar, flying back from Brussels tomorrow. It's a simple trip, hop skipping a jump and it's only forty minutes on a fly. Could have been Moscow, could have been a lot worse. Well that's it. A lad, a lad coming up said to us in the attack on the coming up from Shahwar said, Oh the club the players in the club don't know the things we go through. I said, this is not skipping a jump. <laughs> it's not hardly hard to get to.
0: Who would you like to get in the group stages, if United get to the group stages? Tel Aviv through. Tel Aviv? We don't know. You need to ask a professional <laughs> football journalist to know something like that. I think
5: Tel Aviv We're through, aren't they? Tel Aviv, last night. Right, that's who we want, Tel Aviv. That's where I want to go.
0: i in the main square in Bruges with Tony Bays a familiar face to United fans. Tony goes to all the games... Home and away all around Europe, all around the world. Have you come straight to um, Bruce, Tony?
2: No, we came, uh, we stayed in uh, Ypres last night. We was, uh, went to the Menning Gate to watch the last post there at uh, 8 o'clock every evening as it is. And Ypres
0: is a very famous
2: town from the First
0: World War. It's close to Passchendaal where some of the biggest battles in the First World War were, were fought. What's it like? Um, in your words that that last post i went a couple of years ago it was incredibly yeah, moving
2: yeah. i went so i went a couple of years ago on armistice day itself armistice day itself and uh, it was it was very moving yeah, the whole town was full uh, but even on a normal uh, midweek uh, day it's there's still a lot of people turn up were
0: there a lot of united fans in or wipers as the as the troops called it in the first world war in fact they had their own fanzine called yeah, the wipers times, the yeah, wipers
2: I remember times. It, no, I couldn't see any other reds there. There were only the three of us that were travelling. There was a lot of to- a lot of British tourists though, including a party of uh, London area Sea Scouts. A lot of um, military and ex-military people there, as there always is. Describe Bruges
0: today. I've just walked into the centre of town. You've been uh, around most of the day.
2: Yeah, I, I like the place. It's a very uh, neat little place. A lot of tourists here. A lot of tourists in Ghent. Uh, this is a little bit um, like the Grand Place in Brussels, but it's. Uh, it's more Belgian than Brussels, if you know what I mean.
0: What have you made of United so far this season?
2: Uh, not too impressed. But it's very, very early days, and uh, at least we've not lost yet. Anyway, so we'll see tonight if we can uh, just keep keep uh, keep a clean sheet again. That'll do me if we, if we do.
0: You think Van Mar- Van Hall's a man to get it right? You think he'll get it right given time?
2: Yeah, I think so. We still need a couple of. Uh, We'll need a couple more people in, but uh, we'll see how we go. He's an improvement on the last guy anyway. This guy is not bobbing, it's the one we've got now. Thanks for your time, Tom. It's ten minutes after the final whistle, and I'm stood
0: as the Club Bruges fans are being let out just by the United end. Um, they've started singing City City, but some United fans were singing Anderlecht to them, so... They're a bit pissed off. Um, it's not really aggressive, but the stewards are trying to control them and stop crushing. Um, they've seen Manchester United beat their team by four goals to nil, which I don't think any of them would have been expecting. However, they were injury hit and their manager started with five forwards. So. You do that, and you see why they did it. Because they needed to score against a team who hadn't conceded. Um, but it, it backfired against Bruges. Wayne Rooney got a hat-trick. His first goal since April, and then he got a second and a third. I think that's his first hat-trick in European competition um, since the Fenerbahce debut all those years ago. But it's great for Rooney. He really needed his confidence lifting. And I don't think it's going to solve the problem overnight of... The isolated role in which he's playing Um, the fact that he'd only had I think two shots on goal in the previous 21 matches but he scored a hat-trick, that's fantastic to score a hat-trick away from home in Europe admittedly against uh, a Bruges team who started to fall apart Um, Javier Hernandez came on, he missed a penalty, he also missed a sitter, and Herrera um, changed positions at half-time he started the game, which was his first start of this season, alongside Michael Carrick. But when Bastian Schweinsteiger came on at half time, he, uh, Ander moved forward, and his impact was immediate. He set up a goal for Rooney uh, after 48 minutes, so he'd only been in the new role for three minutes. And the goals, I think, really helped United. I'm just stood outside the ground now. It's been threatening to rain, but it, it, it hasn't rained. There's thousands of Fans with blue and white shirts on funnelling past me. Um, they're not going to be playing Champions League football this year. This is a, a club who once reached the European Cup final where they played a team called Liverpool and um, they also reached the UEFA Cup final in the year earlier in the 70s where they played a team also called, called Liverpool. The United fans are being held behind in the ground. They will be escorted back into town. It's it's, it's a long way from the centre of the stadium. It took me one hour ten minutes to get here using a combination of of buses and walking. The buses didn't come all the way um, from the city centre. Um, The Belgians have organised things well. I'm looking at lots of half and half scarves among the home fans but I think a a lot of Bruges fans are very proud of, of of their club, they're very vocal, they're very passionate, they've got um, a small hooligan element, but inside the ground, a lot of their flags were in English, and we're proud of you, um, Bruce till I die, they also sang you'll never walk alone, which is what, what they do, and that got shouted down, at least in the bit where I was, by crowds of chance of United, 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 so... Waiting for the the the, the stadium uh, to clear now. Maybe we're going to try and speak to one or two people before the podcast finishes.
6: Cool. What, what's What's your name? I don't know my name. Where are you from? I'm from Glasgow somewhere. <laughs> You're right, Andy. It's lovely to
0: speak to you on this podcast for the first time this season. Yeah. Um, what have you made? First of all,
6: United tonight in Bruges. I think what happened tonight in Bruce for United was important. You know as well as I do, they've not been scoring goals. Yeah. And goals is important, it lifts everybody's confidence. That, that's our first goals that we've actually scored. Yeah. Good for Wayne, now, a hat trick. Oh, great for Wayne. I think you know, that, Andy, yourself, that strikers' the confidence is all about confidence. They have to score. Yeah. You know, you did, so you, how
0: many goals did you score in your career? I know you're not a striker.
6: No, no, no. ask me how many I made. <laughs> How would you make a direction? I don't know. Which United player do you think you were similar to? No. Uh, yeah. Carrick. Carrick, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think, I'm think i a big fan of Michael Carrick, as you can gather. Yeah. I've been a big fan of Michael for a long time. The goals have been hard to come by this yes. season. Yeah. Why? I think United, the way they've played, has been very defensive-minded more than anything yeah. else. They've been to Make the silver... I mean, the, the, the problem United have had over the last few years is they've not been good at the back. Yeah. This season they've started off very solid at the back. They've got a midfield that protects the back four. Maybe we need a game like this to start creating more of the other way because we've been, we've been a little bit defensive. I think there's been a lot of positives, but, oh, you know, positive, but, yeah. but, but but there's some negatives, and
0: some of the fans are saying it just is not entertaining. What's your? I know, of...
6: I know, I know, but I can understand that the fans saying it hasn't been entertaining because I think United have been depending now since the season started about the defensive attitude. Make sure you're good at the bike. We haven't been good at the bike for quite some time. and many times, Andy, have you heard people saying, "Oh, we need a big centre half. We need yeah. the, Defender, do you United know right? need a big centre-off? I don't think so, no. I think the, front, the people have got in front of me in the middle of the park now, I don't think they do
0: Ed Woodward's just walked past, Give me a and? little wink, told me that he's going to sign a big centre-off. What have you I got to say about I, that? I know nothing about that. <laughs> he's looking at a team called Rangers in Scotland. They've got some
6: cracking players. You, know, <laughs> you take the mickey out of me, you. What did you think of Celtic when um, they got knocked out? I was disappointed for them. It was a bit like our game at Old Trafford. We were, we were leading 3-2, winning in. Got the third goal and poured it. They lost their second. I watched the game, actually. And that's a killer for you. How's your trip to Bruges been? What have you done? I love the The place has been terrific, actually. We went to a restaurant last night with the people that sponsor United. I've not had a meal like it since since... My no wife's not even close to me that's going to cook it. I don't think
0: that, that's it. very respectful to your wife. And, and, and she listens to well, she's this podcast. in New
6: York, so she's not here. No, no. She's
0: got the internet. She told oh, me she, she listens to it. So what yeah. was
6: the meal What made it so good? It was just the way it was cooked. It was fantastic. Well, Fish was, and then meat. Why can't Norrie make food like that? Did you try to get me hung? I'm not trying to get you hung, but I don't She's think... not the best cook in the world.
0: I- I've been to your house. Yes.
6: Your culinary skills amount to toast... You can't start slating. No, I can slating. Yeah, I What can, can you make? Them. I can make anything. No, you can't. What, I, I can what, what do you make? I can cook anything. Meat, what do you make? Meat, meat, meat or fish. Right. Or so long when long was basic. the last time you cooked a meal? Yesterday. What did you cook? Fish. Where? Well, the reason I cook, because my wife's from New York, as you right. know, and my daughter, so I've got my granddaughter staying right. with me, so I've look after them. What time I? did you make fish yesterday? About... What, yeah. time, what time It was just before the Celtic game, was it? Right. Just before the Celtic game, yeah. And if I
0: speak to your granddaughter, she'll say that you make good fish. She'll she, she doesn't
6: bloom and like fish, believe it or not I could strangle her at times So you're a decent cook I am, yeah um, Will United win the European Cup this
0: year? And the league I don't, I don't, and the FA Cup.
6: <laughs> I don't think so I don't. You're hoping to do well in Europe Hard team to yeah. beat? Yeah, they're a hard team to beat you know, you know Andy yourself, football's all about confidence yeah. The more you win That been a big lift to everybody tonight With the number of goals they scored as well I mean, Bruges. Who, who did they? Beat? They've beaten a few Your teams here. Well, they beat and Icos 3 0 here. Yeah, and who else? Was the, 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 who was the last English team to win the to the... Yeah. I think they played Birmingham City here a couple I think, of yeah, years you, ago. Can you remember in the seventies yeah. when I, they reached the European Cup final? I can't I'm, l- I'm being l- serious l- l- now. L- l- I, can't, I, can't, I can't. I kind, I kind of Wembley. Wembley, Wembley against Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. No, but in those days the European Cup was an open draw. Yeah. So you could end again to the final. Yeah. I mean, I remember when we got to the semi finals it was an open draw then, or when we got to the final, they an draw then, when we went to Wembley. Yeah. But then the semi final was Juventus, yeah. Benfica, yeah. and who was the other team? Real Madrid. Yeah. That was the four teams and in that the semi team
0: in the 70s, they had an Austrian manager, Ernst Happel. That's right, yeah. yeah.
6: I remember seeing Austria beat Scotland at Hampden Park 1 yeah. 0. He was playing, was it? 1950. Where were you then? Well, I was born in 1973. What were you doing in 1973?
0: I can't remember. Try to bring peace to Northern Ireland, that's what you were doing <laughs> then. <laughs> on your little crusade. Uh, how, what are you doing now then? Are you going back to Manchester? i are back in Manchester. Hopefully i are back in Manchester. I'll be back in the house for about half one probably. Yeah, I'll be back in my hotel at half one. Do you, do you, you, it's all sorted for you, you just have to get on a coach and go to an airport. I've got to get four kilometres here, there's no taxis, there's no public you know, transport.
6: Bloody Adler. do you know the other... I'm not moaning, I love, I love do doing what Ray I'm doing. Do you know Adler? He moans all the time. I'm he not say, moaning, I love doing what I'm doing. He says to me, all you ever had to do when you were playing was just turn off. you We've right. got to get there. Yeah, but oh, them travelling fans, 2,000 Fant- of them tonight. You know, that was hilarious tonight. Yeah. Yeah. The guy saying, you better go because the last train's at this... And then he's saying, you're not getting out of the ground. What was going on there at all? Brilliant. Thank
0: you for your time, Paddy. Lovely to speak to you. And that's it for this podcast. It's 1am. I'm in a Bruges hotel room now. Rather than going out for a beer, I've been editing this podcast just so you lot can have a listen. A big escort of United fans has just walked past into the centre of Bruges. I'm going to sleep, go up very early in the morning and go and meet Neil Custis, the Sun journalist, and we're going to do a podcast with Neil, which we'll bring to you over the next couple of days. Until then, goodbye.